0: Tonight, as we get in the Word, as I've just been praying about this year on what we talk about on Wednesday nights, and you know, I've got, I have so many series right now that I could teach, and I've got one that's, I'm really ready to teach, but it's it's interesting, as a as The under-shepherd is the pastor of this body. One of the responsibilities that I have is making sure that I spend enough time with God to hear from God and to know what He wants you to hear through me. Everybody say, through me. Not, Not from me, but through me. And it's... If, if it's hard for probably most people to understand how serious that that is, but it's very serious. Because there are things that you need to hear from God, and God want, is using me in these times to give you nuggets of information that you can take and receive and then do something with. You know, what I preach and the revelation that I preach from will not give you revelation it'll give you knowledge you'll hear something maybe tonight that maybe you've never heard before maybe you have heard maybe you heard bits and pieces of but what i preach will not give you revelation revelation will come if you do something with what you hear but it won't just because you heard something preached will not cause it to be real to you you have to spend time in it you've got to learn to put it to work and and When you put the Word to work and you become confident in the Word, then it produces in your life revelation. And it's revelation that the devil cannot steal from you. Amen? And it'll cause you to win every single time. So tonight, um, we're going to talk for a few minutes regarding praise. Praise. Last Wednesday, no, see, last Wednesday was Worship Wednesday, but the Wednesday before we talked about, no, I don't know, whenever those dates were, I don't know, whatever day I preached, I preached it, we talked about prayer and, and the importance of prayer and, the, and how that real prayer is communication and connection with God. and and prayer is not just going through the motions of something but it's it's connecting with God in the way we fill ourselves up in in the things that we hear ourselves say what we confess what we read and meditate on What we allow to go in our ears and through our eyes in our reading and meditating and listening and and that becomes a part of us so that we can communicate and connect with God and really believe when He tells us something in His Word that He really means it, and it's true. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment will be proven wrong. That's, That's what He says. God wants you and I to believe it, and He wants us to connect with Him on a day-to-day basis and that's what real prayer is it's, t- it's his word becoming real to us and us believing the word instead of what we see with our eyes and hear with our ears you know things that go contrary to it and so tonight I want to talk about the benefit of praise in the midst of our connection in our prayer life with God because it's one thing to connect with God but then it's one another thing to thank God in the midst of times when it doesn't look like something's going to happen. And everybody sitting here today, if you've walked with God at all, there's times when, you've, when you'll feel like you've done certain things and you thought that something should happen, and then all of a sudden there's something in the way, or there's a disruption or a disturbance, or there's a, you know, there's a prolonged time of manifestation. You don't see something happen. And praise is a weapon. It's literally a weapon that we begin, as we begin to understand it, it begins to work on our behalf. And, 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 and in this year of seeing things manifested, I, I want you to really understand this and understand how to step in and operate in an attitude of praise. And I believe that praise has a stance. Praise has a a stance. It has a a position. And I want you to think about it here as as we go through a number of different scriptures. We're going to start in Psalm 34. Psalm 34 and verse 1. And it says, David said, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Oh, Lord, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you. That, that, that's not his praise. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with just saying praise you. I praise you, Lord, I praise you, Lord, I praise you, I thank you, Lord. There's, 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 there's something good with that. But you wouldn't do that just with anybody in a, in, in a normal relationship. You wouldn't enter into the presence of somebody and just go with this annoying, repetitive statement. I praise you, 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 I praise you. Sometimes because of the lack of real understanding and really knowing how to praise God, we can do that. And and we find ourselves doing that. And, you know, if we're in, as we're in infant stages of really understanding praise, there's, I'm not saying that there's necessarily anything that is horrible about it, but we want to understand praise so that our praise can be effective. And I'm going to say it again praise has a stance, it has a position. Think about that. Um, There are are three actions that are present in a praise mode in a person's life. There are three actions that are present right words, right actions, and right expressions. Right words, right actions, and right expressions. Now why why would you D- David said here in psalm thirty four one "His praise shall continually be in my mouth continually. What does that mean? It's another word for continual nonstop, non-stop always, right? Consistent. Consistent, something that is is not just every once in a while but continuously so what does that mean so did was all of david's life horrible where he had to praise him because things were bad all the time you know i'm I'm not going to be moved by what i see kind of no he praised him in the good times and he praised him in the times that were not so good he praised him had right words and a right attitude and right expressions and all those kind of things he had all that all the time he said I I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise the praise of how awesome that he is will continually be in my mouth there's something there's something that causes what I believe to move forward towards manifestation as I begin to praise because if I always have right words and I always have right actions, and I, I, I always have right expressions, then there's no room for me to back up and be moved by what I see. So what, what does that mean? Does that mean, okay, so now starting today, I have to always use right words, always right expressions, You know, right attitude, all these kind of things. No, it means from here on, You've got to learn to make the changes where your words are wrong. Where 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 you're, you know, sometimes when something's not good, we let, we may not say anything, the words may not be right, but the expressions let everybody know how we feel. You know what? That, I mean, bottom line, that's about everybody. Just about everybody does that. I don't care who you are. I mean, maybe there's a person or two that are saints or something. I don't know. But everybody at times wants people to know that they're ticked off or mad or upset about a specific thing. Anybody ever cut you off in traffic and you just wanted to make sure that they knew how you felt? Or is it just me? right actions responding in a specific way when your mind's telling you you have the right to be ugly to be unkind or whatever it is praise is a stance and so with me having right words in difficult situations what I'm what I'm doing is I am praising the greatness of God for what His Word says is so instead of praising the difficult situation or whatever it is that I'm facing. Somebody may say something ugly to you or about you. Somebody may be spreading rumors about you and you want to you focus on that. Somebody may be treating you in an unkind way and you want to retaliate with that. We can retaliate and we can get what we think that we deserve but if we live our lives like that we're going to live our lives never seeing the manifestation of the things that God wants to get to us. God has already provided for everything in your life. Before the foundations of the world what Jesus Christ produced for you and I through the vision that God had for mankind was every need supplied. He's already met every need in your, life according, in your life according to His riches by Christ Jesus. So, praise is an attitude. It's an action. It's a set of words in a moment that say, I believe God and not what I see, not how I feel, not what someone else has done to me. That's what praise is. It's not just praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. It's right actions, it's right words, and it's was the third one expressions. So, I want I want you to think of. I want to read a couple of verses that kind of back that up, and then and then I want to look at one other thing tonight. Philippians four and verse four. Philippians 4 and 4. Said, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, rejoice. Let your gentleness or your unselfishness, one translation says, be known to all men, for the Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. There's the words said be anxious or worried or fretful about nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication and he said verse 7 and the peace of God here's the manifestation of right words right actions and right expressions the peace of God which passes all of your understanding will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus finally brethren whatever things are true Whatever things are noble, just, pure, lovely, of a good report, if there's any virtue or if there's anything worthy of praise, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And the more you meditate on it, the peace of God rules over your mind and your heart. Because listen, bottom line is, if things are not well with your soul, with your mind, will, and emotions, if things are not well with your soul, and you're disrupted by everything that comes down the road, then you, you're going to find yourself not receiving anything from God when God's intention is that you be on the receiving end of everything He's done for you. Everything. In a monetary way, or healing is concerned, where your emotions, your mind are concerned, in every way, God wants you on the receiving end. But if we're moved, it's not well with our soul, and we're moved by things, and every time something happens, we respond with some negative words that come out of our mouth. Every time that something happens, our actions you know, go contrary to what somebody that is trusting and believing God will do. And expressions letting the whole world know how we feel. If those things control our life, we will not be on the receiving end of what God has. We will not be in the right place at the right time. We will not have the favor of God in the things that we step into when it's all there for, at, at your disposal. But there's things that we have to do for that. So, what I'm saying is, there are things that I do that can stop and hinder the blessing of God being in my life, or manifesting in my life. There are actions that I have that can stop that. I want that removed. Every day, every day, practicing this stance. Right words. Right actions. Right expression. Well, you want me to fake it? Yeah, fake it. Fake it. Act like everything's great. See, you're, you're not going to act like everything's great to God and get away with that. Because you're going before God. But, but where the rest of the world is concerned, what good is it to let everybody know how you feel? It doesn't help. All, of it, all it does actually is it gets us into a mode of self-pity where we want everybody just feeling bad for us. And all that, all that, all that does is it damages... Your connection with God. True connection with God is the prayer and, 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 and the fellowship, the communion that we have with God through His Word. We don't want that disrupted. And praise is a weapon that will stop anything from disrupting that in your life. Man, 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 man. Hmm? Ephesians chapter 6. And verse 10, Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles or the schemes or the tricks of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness against spiritual host of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, do what? Stand. And, and, and the pieces of the armor here all have to do with the Word. So, right words, right actions, and right expressions come from what I'm doing with the Word when I've done everything to stand. So, in other words, when I've done everything I know to stand, just stand and do what? Continue to do what you know. Right? Continue to do what you know with your words. Continue to practice with your actions. Continue to practice with your expressions and those kind of things. And it cleans stuff up in your life. It just, you begin to, to be this person that overcomes. What the enemy wants to try to snuff out and, and, and sift out and push down and keep you feeling depressed and pressed down and like there's no victory. When all of our victory is in Christ, it's already there. It's already available for us. And I'm telling you, praise, praise can do amazing things. Amazing things. My wife and I were, we had... Wasn't because of frivolous spending, but we got ourselves in some debt years ago when we lived in, down in South Texas. And uh, we, I remember there was maybe something else that was attached to that. I don't know. You might remember something else, but I heard a guy preach on praise. This is probably, this was over 25 years ago, it was probably 30 years ago. And I heard a guy preach on praise, and he talked about, Praising your way out of difficult situations. And for six months, I'd come home from work and I'd go in my garage and I'd just close myself off and I'd just begin to praise Him and thank Him. And at the time, it was a lot of praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you kind of thing, you know? But the more I began to praise Him, the more I began to thank Him for what His Word said for me. And what it did is it shut things down and it shut. Thoughts and oppression down because this thing came on us that we didn't expect and we didn't intend for that to happen to us, and and within about a six month period of time that whole thing was lifted off of us. It was gone. I, I mean, you know, it just didn't disappear. But opportunities and things came our way, and it was removed off of us, and it happened through praise. Praise is is a weapon. It's a it's a stance. It's a position that we get in. I'm not going to be moved. And that circumstance is not getting the best of me. And it's not going to press me and push me into sowing bad seed by being ugly and saying wrong things. And walking around pouting all the time and letting people know how I feel. No, no, I'm not doing it. I'm staying in this position. I'm going to praise God for how great and awesome He is. And then I'm going to do, listen, what happens... This is the other part of it. What happens when you shut those things down is you begin and you have the ability to hear God in a greater way about what to do. Because many times out of difficult situations, there's work to be done. But not just laboring, doing what God says. He has the plan. He's got the answer for you to get out of that. And I'm telling you, through praise you begin to hear His voice and know the things to do. It just, it just happens. I can, I'm confident of it just happening every single time. So when you've done all that you know to do, then stand and do, through God's Word, what you've been called to do. And His Word will never return void to you. He'll never leave you in a situation where, like, you have no hope. Because all God's Word is full of is hope, expectation, and fulfillment. It's full of it. Amen? So, here's, here's one definition of the word praise. Just a very simple definition with several different words attached to it. But it's the, the act of expressing... Appreciation, thanksgiving, and rejoicing. The act of expressing how appreciative you are, how thankful you are, and, and, and a heart of rejoicing. As David said, I will bless the Lord at all times and His praise shall continually be in my mouth and that praise is that continual rejoicing no matter what because you know what i was just, i was just thinking about this the other day the bible the bible really is clear that this life is very 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 short <laughs> it's but a vapor one passage you live to be 90 or 100 or 120 years old or if you go longer than that it's still a very 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 short time and what I've realized more and more the, the longer that I've lived on this planet I've realized that this time is a training time and there is a place called the judgment seat of Christ where every person will be judged for what they did on planet earth the great thing about the judgment seat of christ is the things that we repent of and we change in this life we're not held accountable for those things see because god doesn't look at you through your mistakes god looks at you through the blood of jesus he does not look at you through your mistakes so no matter what you've ever done in life, that's God does not judge you. He's already judged you through the blood. The world's already been judged. Everybody, every sin that will ever be committed, everything that in the form of disobedience, that someone, act of disobedience that anybody will ever do, has already been forgiven. Think about that. But this life is really short. And why not spend more of our time learning, as I was saying earlier, to have right words coming out of our mouth? That means changing a lot of our thinking, getting to the root of why every time this happens, I do this. Having right actions, you know, not having to want to retaliate when someone does something. Somebody cuts you off in traffic. You know, just practice. I, I, things I've had to do with that, I mean, I, I'm telling you, ask my wife. <laughs> there were times it was like I could have had the best day, you know? prayed in tongues for 14 hours, you know, been on top and casting devils out and whatever, and somebody cuts me off in traffic. <sighs> ah, where the crud did that come from? And you know what I had to do? I had to start practicing by just, okay, I'm going to pull over to the side of the road. Boom, I just pull over. Lord, I just bless that person. I don't know why that was such a big deal for me. I mean, I, I it was like I had to drive up beside them and look at them so that they knew that they had cut me off. I mean, I had to look at them. I see you, Eddie. I'm turning you in. Whoa. <laughs> This is the life's too short to be concerned about somebody cutting you off in traffic. There's people that they pull out their pistol in their coat, somebody cuts them off in traffic, and they blow people away on the Houston freeways. I, I was in Houston a while back, and, and uh, two people had died on the freeway, been shot because of those kind of things. Life's too short for that, it'll get shorter, <laughs> right? So we've got to be in that stance. I'm ready. And if I have to practice by pulling over every time somebody does something like that and I feel something rising up in me, I'm going to pull over the side of the road, I'm going to pray in other tongues, and I'm stopping this thing. And you know, now, actually the thought doesn't even come to me. Because I practiced it. I did what? I praised him. I meditated on how great he was. I realized it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Right? And my mouth is speaking words of blessing on somebody that I don't even know. It's a win-win. See, I'm giving, expecting nothing in return. I'm giving to that person. I'm blessing that person. When when in the natural, we've been taught, we have every right to retaliate. But not in in the kingdom of God. Amen? Not in the kingdom. So, So, praise is this act of expressing this appreciation. Thanksgiving and rejoicing. so i, I want to end this tonight with and i'm gonna, I'll, i'm gonna, I'm going to preach another one of these next Wednesday night but i want to talk about the sacrifice of praise the bible is very clear about the sacrifice of praise now we we, we don't We don't use that wording in life. I mean, sometimes when you hear things, you hear statements like that. Well, you just have to offer God a sacrifice of praise. Okay. What does that mean? You know, how do you sacrifice of praise? How do you sacrifice in praise? Well, first thing you have to learn is, and we have to understand, is what is a sacrifice? Right? Ah, I have a definition sacrifice. Oh man, this is, this is really good. <laughs> I'm getting some good things out of this as I'm reading it. Did you want me to read it to you? Oh yeah, okay. <clears throat> A surrender of something of value as a means of gaining something more desirable or of preventing some evil. A surrender of something of value as a means of gaining something more desirable or of preventing some evil. Now, how many believe there's a devil? Two of us, Uh, three, four, five. Um, There's a devil, right? And what is the devil after? He's he's after us. He's after us. But specifically. What, does he, what, what is he after in your life? What is he attempting to do? He's, he's after ruining your time down here. He, I, I don't really think that the devil really even cares whether you're saved or not. He just wants you to live a life where you feel like nothing is ever going to happen. That God will not do what he said he'll do. He wants to disrupt things. So, if there's something that you're holding on to that appears to be valuable, an attitude, an action, an expression, something that you hold on to in your life, to sacrifice is to surrender that for a different outcome. surrender that thing what the th- i mean you know you just have to be honest about it but the thing with someone cutting me off in traffic is anger and you say, you think well you know nobody wants to be angry oh yeah yeah yeah. people want to be angry it's something we have and we hold on to it people hold on to anger and 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 demonstrating anger and being ugly and, and hurting other people and those kind of things now when they're not angry they don't want to be that way but in the moment they do or you wouldn't do it so what's the outcome of anger what 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 does anger produce being being angry at somebody that i don't even know that cut me off in traffic what's that going to produce nothing good he who sows to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption so something that is Dear, near and dear, as a result of my upbringing or where I came from, things that down inside, okay, I'm holding on to that thing, but sacrifice is to surrender that anger for a different outcome. He that sows to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the things of the spirit or what God says is true, he'll reap. Everlasting life. And that life is everything in this life that is of God manifesting in my life. And everything on the other side. And also getting on the other side and having all these rewards because of what we worked through down here. Why not work through things down here? we got to be in the working through business. But a sacrifice of praise is something that the Bible is covered up with. And next week we're going to talk about it, but but I want to read just a couple of passages just to kind of wet your whistle or your taste buds or something. Psalm 149 and verse 5. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two edged sword in their hand. To do what? To kill their neighbor. No. To take out their boss. No. To run over their spouse. No. To execute vengeance on what? The nations and the punishments on the peoples, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute on them the written judgment. And this honor have all the saints. He said, to execute vengeance on the nations. We wrestle not with flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness. The vengeance on the nations is not the people. The vengeance on the nations is the spirits that operate through the people. And where there's ungodliness, what we've been called to do is to live our life giving and sowing and doing and having right words and right actions and right responses In the lives of other people so that ugly things that are in people's lives will leave. And these people will be set free. I've been called to get free by helping other people free. And and how that comes through is a sacrifice of praise. Look at one other verse in um, Jeremiah 33. And verse 11. The voice of joy and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, the voice of those who will say, Praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever, and of those who will bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. For I will cause the captives of the land to return as at the first, says the Lord. The Amplified says, I will cause the captivity of the land to be reversed and return to be as it was at the first, says the Lord. Where is the first? How it was in the garden with Adam and Eve. The captivity of the people to be turned. How? When the people bring a sacrifice of praise. What is that? Coming in and saying, as we gather together, or when you're praising God, you know what, Lord? I'm not giving into this. I'm, I'm surrendering these things that are near and dear to me so I can understand how great that you are. And you said you would reverse the curse that's on the land. The things that we see today that are happening, listen to me, for us not to take serious the things that we see going on today, I mean, it's like sticking your head in the sand and acting like, well, that doesn't bother me, it's not, it did not have anything to do with me. Someday it will. There's a lot of ugly, gross things that are happening. And it's not the people that are bad, it's the spirits that operate in the people. And you and I have been called to have a sacrifice of praise and to bring that praise to God, acknowledging with our words Acknowledging with our actions and our expressions the greatness of God that we are a people that in the midst of darkness we're causing the light to shine and for the darkness in the earth to be dispelled. Isaiah says, darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people, but the Lord. Amen? But the Lord. And it's not me looking to the Lord somewhere else, it's me looking to the Lord inside of me. That's what dispels the darkness. Through my words, through my actions, and through my expressions is where the darkness begins to be dispelled. You think about it. If I, if I, I'm just using my my traffic, you know, the not mine, but the traffic anger that I used to deal with. I'm just using that as an example. Just one simple little example. If I choose not to deal with my words, see, I'm pulling up beside that guy. You know, who the cr- do you think you are? He said If I don't deal with that, where does it go? Pull up beside him. If I don't deal with that, where does it go? Where does it go? Expressions? Where does that go? That's one little thing that most people would say, most people would encourage you, enforce the fact that you're justified for doing that, they were wrong, they this, they that. If I don't change that, and I'm talking about, the, I'm just using one simple example. you got to take that and process that and apply it to things in your life. If we don't change our words, and we don't bring a sacrifice of praise, a surrendering of things like that that have controlled our lives, and say, you know what, no more. I'm stopping this. And I realize, Lord, it's going to take some time. It's not going to just leave me overnight but I'm going to practice it every day. Whatever I have to do, whatever extreme things that I have to do to get liberated and free from that, I'm going to get free. I don't care what it is. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the boastful pride of life is what brings everybody down. We're not on the way down. We're on the way up. Hmm? We're breaking through. We're understanding things. And I'm telling you what, understanding this message tonight is vital to the success in your life for other people. Understanding that praise is a stance. It's a position. And I'm going to remain here no matter who cuts me off, no matter what people do, no matter what situations, whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm remaining here. Right words, right actions, right expressions. Can you say amen?